0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2022, and this is day 1445 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We praise you. We honor you with a full heart. Thank you for being our Abba Father. Thank you for watching out for us and keeping us safe. Thank you, Lord, for uh, healing those that may be sick right now. We thank you so much for that. I thank you, Lord, for those that may have lost a loved one, that you will comfort them uh, in this time of distress. I thank you, Father, for equipping us to go forth and fulfill the very purpose that you've given us for this day. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy birthday to my Jesus girl, Savia Brown. She turned 12 today, my granddaughter. And also, I want to say thank you, everyone, for your prayers uh, from my hubby and myself. Uh, my husband is having some heart challenges, which is something he's gone through for uh, several years. So we had to take him to the emergency room. Uh, yesterday afternoon, and he's doing fine. He's in very good hands. So they're uh, draining a lot of fluid off and testing for some to make sure that everything is intact with his heart. So I thank you so much for your prayers. Uh, they mean a lot to us. So today's message is, it's time to shake things up. Yep. It is time to shake things up. We're coming out of Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 34. And this is Paul and Silas and how God used them mightily. And uh, in doing so, they were attacked mightily. And that is going to happen as we grow in Christ. And as we do his will, we will be attacked even more. But we are blessed abundantly and many others are blessed because of our obedience. So let's dive into uh, Acts chapter 16 starting at verse 16. It says, once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. You notice it was a spirit. It was an evil spirit, and that, is, that falls under the umbrella of sorcery, witchcraft, which is an abomination uh, to God. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. So she was basically being pimped by her owners to go out and make money for them using the spirit that was in her. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, you notice, to the Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. So that shook things up, didn't it? Because, first of all, uh, that Spirit, sometimes we might think, oh, she's just being kind. and But it was annoying. It was creating uh, tension. And that is not of God. God does not... Uh, God, God does not create commotion or tension um at all, uh so when uh Paul couldn't take any more, he turned around and told the spirit to come out. Now he did not take it out on the girl; it was the spirit within her, and that spirit at that moment uh left her when her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, these men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept our practice. So they lied on them. And and just because they were angry because uh, they stopped their money from flowing uh, through this young girl the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods after they had been so after they had been severely flogged they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully when he received these orders he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God after being beaten severely, y'all. Just that, that to me says so much about their love for the Lord and their character in Christ, their growth in Christ, to be beaten so severely. And now they're praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. That's how much God <laughs> hears our cries. He hears our prayers, our our singing, and it shook things up. An earthquake. At once, all the prisoners' doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Not just... He, not just Paul and Silas, when God shakes things up, (laughs) you know, it affects everybody. And so they were all uh, freed, basically. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. Because if he, if they had escaped, uh, he would have been put to death. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself we are all here. Wow. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. Now, first of all, what Paul did by saying we're all here, I don't know if I would have been there. (laughs) I think I would have escaped. You know, it it just is amazing. Their character uh, is just uh, so um, powerful. He then brought them out and asked, This is what the the jailer, he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Glory to God. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized, which is an outward sign of his transitioning uh, from being lost and on his way to hell to being saved and to uh, spending eternity with Jesus Christ. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had become... He had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Glory be to God. That is amazing. Look at how that whole house was saved. And it could have gone a whole different direction. But God, God had a plan. And even through all the mess and the hurt and the pain that happened, I mean, here's the girl uh, that was being, um, you know, treated it was a slave enslaved uh, by these men making money off of her she was set free and saved and delivered and then this jailer and who knows probably many of the prisoners if not all that got free like that surely that would make me get saved all this earthquake and then chains falling off and yeah oh yeah lots of people accepted jesus that day point number one as we grow in christ we are tremendously blessed we also become a greater threat to our enemy and a target. He amps up his arsenal against us mentally, physically, and spiritually. So don't be surprised by the attacks that will come at you when you least expect it, especially from our loved ones, those closest to us. At the end of every trial, there's usually a great growth and lessons learned, along with many other souls, it experiencing the love of Jesus Christ and and uh, being saved. Another, another one added to the kingdom of God. Yay. <laughs> Point number two. So how do we maneuver through this tough terrain? You know, the attacks, the fiery darts that the enemy throws at us. And sometimes there's uh, literally bombs that he's throwing at many of you. So the first thing would be, Understanding and knowing that our adversary is the one at work. So hate the demon, the devil, not the person. Instead, pray for the person or people the enemy is using. Just as uh, Paul and Silas did with the girl uh, that was uh, practicing witchcraft. Um, It was a spirit within her. And so understanding and knowing that and we know, you know, that this will this too shall pass at some point uh and 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 it may happen when we transition to go to be with the Lord. But knowing that that is our destination, knowing that no matter what happens here on this earth that attacks or hurts us, our destination is eternity with Jesus. Keep that always in mind, okay? And then second, don't stop praising and glorifying God even through the roughest times. God said he would never leave us or forsake us and God cannot lie. (laughs) Trust him always. Third, expect God to show up and show out on your behalf. Still remain humble because you know how we can get the big head. Yeah, that's my God. Look what he did. (laughs) And I mean, there's nothing wrong with praising God in that way. But don't act like you're the only one or that it's because of only because you're the only one that's able to get this from God. We all are. God is no respecter of persons. So remain humble uh, as he uses you to lead many to salvation. Then continue on to the next phase of your God-given appointment and your journey that he has laid out for you, knowing that it might be shaky, it might be ugly, it might get very rough, but he is with us through it all. Through the them getting severely beaten, to then praising and singing songs to God and praying to being freed. And instead of escaping, they stayed and led that um, guard to Jesus Christ. I can remember several years ago you know this had to be over 25 years ago maybe um we had a house uh that it was actually a duplex that we turned into a single family home we had got it for a great deal we took out a loan to re- rehab it totally and everything was brand new and I mean it had just such beautiful character wouldn't? Floors, wonderful crown molding and pocket doors that I've never seen before in a house that was just so beautiful. Um and anyway, we we it was huge. And uh we ended up after um this was um shortly after, I would say a couple of years after all this, 9-11 took place. My husband got injured on his job, and then he had some heart attacks, got sick. And everything started to just kind of cave in after 9-11. The business that I had suffered, uh, we weren't getting the hospitality type parties anymore. So we could not afford to pay the loan. Uh, Foreclosure took place on our house. We ended up losing the house. Uh, We filed bankruptcy, actually, we filed bankruptcy and included the house. Uh, It was just one thing after another, after another and uh, tried to find something that was comparable to where we were and that just wasn't happening with the amount that we could pay. It it was unbelievable what everything cost and God blessed us even through all of that. I mean we lost a a car, it was repoed (laughs) and I didn't know it was repoed. I just thought oh (laughs) somebody tried to break in and I left no glass. What happened here? How'd they take the car and and my husband said, it was repoed. I'm like, oh, didn't know that. All right. Anyway, it was just rough. And it was, this went on, this period of literally not knowing how we were going to make it, just knowing that God was going to provide. It wasn't in our traditional ways, let's say that, because my husband was getting workers comp applying for disability, uh, in and out of the hospital. Uh, You know, I was doing uh, the bakery. We had started doing the bakery by that time, I believe. Yeah, it was just, it was brand new, uh, things happening. And it was, you know, just transitioning. The house we got was like half the size of the place we left. So we had to figure out what we were going to do with all of our things. We had a three-year lease there. And... It was something, and I remember the house we moved into was the my husband always wanted a ranch style house he wanted a pool table he didn't want a big house I wanted you know not a big yard I wanted an old looking you know older home victorian style, and that's what we left from, and everything he wanted he wanted a you know a little, uh, garage, and that's exactly the kind of the house God blessed us with it had a nice backyard. It it was further out south, which I didn't want to move out south. I loved living in the city and it was further out south. It it was um by the iHop, the House of Prayer. We were just a block behind it. And I remember my husband wanted a pool table. Um <clears throat> there was a pool table in the basement, but the the owners of the place said, "Well, that's for the person that's going to lay the carpet and we we're bartering with them." And they're going to take that in exchange for laying the carpet. Well, the carpet people never came. So I told the landlord, I said, hey, my husband knows how to do anything. He could fix anything. Can If he, if he lays the carpet, can he have the pool table? They said, sure. So my husband laid the carpet and he got the pool table. And it was just a blessing. <clears throat> All the things, even in the midst of not having... The money that we used to have, I mean we went from making <laughs> six figures to barely making, oh, I don't know twenty thousand dollars from making over a hundred thousand a year to barely making twenty or thirty thousand dollars a year to and our kids were still with us, so to um, support at least two of them. Uh, And my oldest daughter, I think, had already moved out. So that was, you know, two children and us, four people living off of that with no assistance. And God made a way through all of that. We did not miss a beat. And I am so grateful to God for what he will do. In the midst of that, we continued ministering. We continued, you know, serving the Lord. And uh, people were being blessed. And here's something God did. I remember being in church and uh, after we had gone through the process, uh, talking to a young couple, and I don't even know how it came up. And I shared with them how, yeah, we lost a house. We lost a car. We did, and they said, really, Sister Jackie? I said, yes. They said, wow, I would never know. Uh, you, you know, to look at you and to know that. She said, we're struggling too, I said. And we were able to have a conversation about that. And I was able to encourage them and let them know it'll be okay. Continue to trust God. It's hard. Yeah, definitely it will be hard. But God will bring you through it. And and then we will no longer lean on our own understanding. We will begin to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not unto our own understanding, but trusting him to lead and guide our path. So that is the key whatever it is that you're going through right now, trust God wholeheartedly. He's going to bring you through it, you know, and you're going to learn a lesson through it. You're going to be able to be a blessing to others once you're through it. And after that three years, I asked God, what should we do? Should we extend our lease? We had the best landlords in the world. Uh, And the Lord said, no. And my sister called me and said, hey, we got this house that we just bought, that we're renting out. And and it looks like you and Gary, it needs a lot of work. Every house we've ever moved into needed a lot of work, and we did the work. And uh, we looked at that house, and she was right. It needed a lot of work. And uh, she said, uh, her and her husband, we we would buy it after a couple of years, and we did. And we bought it from them after a couple of years. They blessed us. And that house turned, God blessed us to turn it into something very nice. And we've been living in it ever since, almost 20 years now. That's what God will do. We need to be willing to just trust him. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. The angels are rejoicing right now because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S. Ministries.org, check out the messages and please share them with others. Also please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name in your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Uh please check out what we're doing in the community by equipping our youth with workforce skills and life skills and and uh, uh and teaching them entrepreneurship development. Please consider being a partner and contributing to the work that God has blessed us to do. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.